We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right, boys. Welcome to the Talk For podcast, episode number four, five. Five. Vino. Four or five chat. I think we're on four. We're possibly on five. Uh, today's podcast, we have Destiny Jesus, uh, one of the best coaches or ex-best coaches, in, you know, back in the day during the World Cup era. Cheers, mate. Um, yeah, introduce yourself. Um, I'm Destiny Jesus. Been coaching for three, maybe four years now. Bit, bit of a long time. Um, used to be decent at the game. Still got more earnings than Archie, of course. Um really? Yeah, on Fortnite track, I'm pretty sure I do. How much you got? 4.9 uh, or something. Yeah, uh, well, whatever. You've got the Pizza Hut cups, but yeah. I've got the, the <laughs> yeah. FNSGAS, you know. Um, used to be decent at the game back in 2019. Um, then I, what's it called? Injured. And I started coaching. Yeah, my wrist was quite bad. My right wrist was really, really bad. Um, and then I stopped and started coaching. First person I coached was Benji Fishy for the World Cup. Um... What and then like I coached a load of people for World Cup, like prep work, all that sort of stuff. And then I went and... Hold on one sec. What was it like coaching Benji? Pretty good. I love Benji. Like Benji is just like the nicest bloke who ever met by far. How many uh, followers did he have back in before World Cup? Um, it was like, it was after he won the, he won like a Lux Cup or something like that with Savage. And he was sort of well known. And it was just after he called for solos. Uh, like just after the core weeks were done. And he was like the first person I did like a big announcement and stuff about it. Um and it was quite interesting. But Benji's just so nice. Like he just like, he's literally like the perfect person you can coach, like the opposite of Vina, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. In terms of personality. Okay, so coming on to this season of uh you know, we got F and C S coming up. What are your thoughts yeah. on the on the meta that we've got currently? Um I actually like it, you know, like, especially now with the blue blue katanas, like pretty much everyone can get a double katana as long as you run around getting key chests and stuff like that as well. Um, the mythic's all right. It's good for arena, stuff like that. The only issue I have is like just the heal offs and the final zones, but now they've changed the, the zones. So they go further and it's not too bad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, but the the thing is, no one really knows. Like, we haven't actually. I mean, I haven't played a stacked game yet. They changed it one day. Before I was. I did a video this morning on it from like customs last night, and uh, it's not bad. 
Like it, there's like maybe eight people in the final closing zone, so it's less than before. And the final zone goes further as well. So sure. that was like a Wait, bad so stack. Is there, so, so is there still heal-off potential or not? Yeah, but not. it's not going to be as common. And okay. like, there'll be games that end before heal-off, but in like a really stacked game, because the zones go further, um, people will now have to use their mats more, so, which isn't too bad. So should should I, tomorrow in FNZ, should I be preparing each game for heal-off? Yeah, and also, especially if I'm moving, now it's like viable to run back early and play heal-off early, you know? Why? Um, because people run out of mats? Yeah, because people run out of mats and then die. Oh, if you play your heal off so early, of course. then you can go ahead and get more plays. You can get like a top five just from playing heal off like 30 seconds before. Yeah, so it could, it could still be worth it playing heal off and, and just having as much juice as possible. When you run out of mats, you run back and start juicing. Yeah, you just get a pizza cracking, get dominoes down, and then get a top five. Yeah. Why is it taking so Epic so long to change it? You know, it's been two weeks. I'm pretty sure the pros have been complaining for, you know, weeks. The, yeah, the issue they have is like, let's say they launch a new season and there's only customs going, right? They don't want to base what happens on customs, you know? Do you think they don't want to base why? a new update based on customs. When it, I think it should be that way because surely customs is what, especially for comp, that's what the FNCS looks like most of the time. Um, but they don't want to like have a change based on a stacked custom that's quite unrealistic there's almost zone rules you know so they wait for tournaments to happen and then of course it's a big company there's a long delay from when a first tournament happens they realize oh this is pretty pants let's fix it you know yeah i mean it's pretty frustrating as a player right you can see jerky's tweet uh did you see jerky's tweet yeah. yesterday so yeah jerky tweeted uh let me just fetch the tweet real quick he tweeted saying uh We are playing F. So obviously the the final update before yeah. FNTS, you know, came out, and he said, and nothing had changed. He said, "We're playing FNTS in this matter." Yo, at Hogman, the man in charge of comp. No worries for completely spreading false info in the comp Discord, though. Not going to say what was said, but sick bait, broski. <laughs> yeah. So for those I'm who not don't in, know, I'm not in the comp Discord, by the way. Yeah, neither Jerky. So so the stuff um, in the comp Discord is full NDA. You're not allowed to, you know, you're not allowed to leak it. Yeah. I don't think it's actually full NDA, by the way, because it just gets always... I don't think they make you sign anything, but they post, like, an update saying, oh, guys, we're planning on doing this, and then someone will tell their friend, and their friend will tell somebody else, you know? It's not, like, yeah. a, a strict NDA type thing. I did get invited to the comp Discord, like, four times, but every single time they invite me, uh, they mess up the invite link. I'm not joking. Really? really? Uh, they, they send me an email, and the email just doesn't exist, like... So I just can't join. I've asked, like, five times to join. Yeah. And then you don't get me in. Do, do you remember when the comp Discord first came in and everyone really celebrated it, and then it's pretty much changed yeah. nothing? I mean, we that have... was back um, just after squads, I think. Yeah, I mean, we still have I'm issues literally... every single week. We had issues with the hammering, you know, full time. Yeah, I, I went back and I watched. Uh, I was on YouTube. I was like, what I learned from each FNCS. You know, I just recorded it today and yesterday, and. Um, like, going back and watching, even though the metas weren't the best, like, the game was still better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, squads, yeah. you can say whatever you want about squads, but the game was still yeah. better, I would say. You, uh, yeah. Um, I especially watched, solos as well. We had, like, like, mythic you, meta. And you know, like, um, yeah. mate, yeah. Like, even I watched when Bina won FNCS, and, I, like, that now, like, it was so fun to watch. Pad Org. Yeah, yeah. Pad, yeah, Pad Org. It was so fun to watch and play. It's such a, it's such a shame. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that was good, because that was just after... 
we had uh, Spider-Man meta, which was a bit... Yeah, which was yeah, just yeah. shocking. Spider-Man SMG meta. But that was also... That season, the biggest shoe that season, I don't know if you remember, was the combat SMG. Like, it was just so yeah. strong. Like, yeah. you just run combat SMG and you do better than any other gun, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's such a shame. I mean... There's always there's always issues with a certain map. I think, I think the potential of this season is a lot higher than other potential you know, finished yeah. seasons in the past. Yeah, but I don't know, mate. From a viewership perspective, like the uh, what's the the O, what's the new thing added? The something gear. What is ODM, it? yeah. ODM just, gear. Yeah. Like where I, I would love to speak to them. Be like, why have you added this new item in two days before? You probably haven't bug tested it properly because loads of items broken. No one really understands how to use it. It's like they've. I don't really. They know. did. You know, ages ago. Um, this was after we had an FNCS with like some horrible edition last second. Or you remember that FNCS where they deleted Tilted like 10 minutes before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, it was after all of that issues and everyone was bringing it like, how can they just change the game before FNCS? They literally did a tweet and a blog post saying, we're no longer going to change things before FNCS. We're going to have like a pre-season. That's the whole point of the pre-season, right? Um, Why I was in to begin with. So they could fix issues. And then they ended up just doing pre-season not changing anything and then just playing the tournaments and FNCS or whatever yeah. with whatever matter. And it really just depends on like what actually is the meta, whether that works or not. Like I think with the with the Aquaveno FNCS win with pad meta, that was good. But then also can lead to having like eighty charge Spider Man's and then it then nerfing it down to twenty. But then yeah. it's still the most broken thing. Everyone needs a Spider Man, you know? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Same with last season, Hammer Meta, that was just awful. It's awful to watch and play with it. What did yeah. you think about Vino's uh, last season FNCS? His uh, fourth place? Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember after day one, because the thing is they won like three League Cups in a row, right? And they won an NA Easter League Cup as well before it. And I was like, okay, all you need to do is just stick to what you're doing for the whole season. I helped them a little bit of their off-spawn, like making their timings a bit quicker. Because um, was they were practicing this when I was like, watching them. And I helped them a tiny bit. And then during the actual tournament, they just completely swapped what they were doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just went back on, like they wanted to start playing like not full standing height. And I was like, you just played basically FNCS because Elite Cups are pretty stacked most of the time. And you've won it three times in a row. Why would you even think about changing what you're doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they got, I don't know, they just get more people involved and stuff like that on helping and prep rather than just trusting what they know. And I think the worst thing you can do if you're a top level player is having like any form of self doubt because it's just wraps. Yeah, because then do the you know it's not gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. You just commit to what you know. Yeah, I think Vino gives that to me every single time we play. <laughs> what do you think about Vino's uh how how do you think he's gonna place in this matter in this season? What do you think about his drop spot? I think he could win. You think he could win? Maybe. I mean you always think he could win, but like compared to last season, does he have a better chance of winning? I'd probably say Probably right because he wasn't landing on hammers. Now, yeah, last season he had the disadvantage where he wasn't landing on hammers, and because as well the issue with let's say when you win an elite cup or something like that, when you win a tournament just before the biggest tournament, it can't get better. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't because everyone learns your strats. They learn where you position the surge. They learn how to avoid that. They learn your timings. Like you think all the teams that are landing near Vino, they know exactly what he does yeah. because he just won the tournament. Right, if Veno went ahead and got like seventh in the tournament for FNCS, I would prefer that. If I was that, like, let's say his full time coach, I prefer that he did shit before the FNCS because then he has mistakes to work on, yeah, and things he can adjust. He goes into the tournament knowing he won EU oh, and NA, didn't he? Yeah, literally the date like yeah, the week before, that's mad, and 
it seems sick like oh yeah he's gonna win everything but he just didn't just yeah and he also had that massive amount of self-doubt because of the game plan that worked a week before wasn't working on that particular day but it would have worked day two and i don't know i remember i was talking to him and i was saying about um you know tifu back in the day right yeah way back in the day back on like full skirmish time world cup time um he he would never ever blame himself for a mistake and it might sound dumb right but when you're in a tournament, you should never ever say, oh, that was my bad. I sh- I, I'm milked, you know? Yeah. And you do it a lot as well, Archie. Yeah. Where you go, you say, oh, it's my fault. And then you just start self-doubting yourself, right? Mid-tournament. It's literally the worst thing you can do. What would you do instead? Um, blame the game. As bad as it sounds, you go, oh, the game's shit. I shouldn't have died there, you know? Because then you're putting your internal thing that could go wrong with yourself onto... The game, which is external. Right. You shouldn't do it to an extent to where you go ahead and go, you never improve your mistakes and stuff like that. But mid-tournament, or especially day two of a tournament overnight, you should never ever, you know, change what you're doing or doubt what you're doing. You should just stick to what you know and stick to what works. Right, yeah. Um, and then after tournaments or after, let's say, FNCS week one, that's where you go, Rodu, that's where you go, you know, fix the mistakes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a very interesting insight. This kind of ties into like mentality, um, and I know yeah. that you've worked a lot with pros uh, and their mentality. Um, you know, with nerves, um, over excitement, overconfidence. A good example for this. Do you want to tell us a bit about it? All right. You know Mongrel. Yeah. He had. I'm sure everyone knows Mongrel. Right? Well, I was not talking, do you know Mongrel? Lines, if you don't know, he had literally the worst mentality when it came to Fortnite ever. I think like the worst mentality, um, and he had so many issues with it. And I literally had to, like... I went down... I read this whole book on, like, poker, right? Like, elite-level poker. And I, like, translated everything into Fortnite terms for him so he could improve from it. This is back when I was, like, coaching for phase and stuff. This is, like, sort of what I was saying at the time. And I, like, translated the whole book on poker and stuff like that, which might seem a bit random, right? Yeah. Um, but it's by this, like, guy who's really into, like, mentality and psychology and stuff. Um, and it really helped out his mentality. And then after that, he went and won like a solo cash cup, like really dominantly. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. And then he won FNCS a bit after. And this is also during the the solo FNCSs when I first started doing it. Um, he he did really well in those solo FNCSs. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't win or anything, like you know. But he got like top twenty twice. Yeah. Um, which was like way above everyone's. So, yeah, okay. And and going on to, like, nerves and stuff, you've obviously done quite a lot of work on that, and you have a lot of advice to give on that? Yeah. The main the main thing I'd say for nerves that everyone should do is uh, having chewing gum. It's yeah. so stupid, but whenever you chew gum, um, it's the same reason why fat people are fat, pun intended on myself, um, is it calms you down, right? You know when somebody's properly stressed out, you know, like rabid, for example, and, and you or... Eat somebody in the past like myself in the past when you're stressed out you go and eat and it calms you down right it's just like a psychoactive response whenever you're stressed if you do that in a fortnight tournament chew gum during a fortnight tournament you are literally not able to feel any nerves and it will reduce your like anxiety levels by so much it's actually so good i recommend if every player at a lan um just to have some chewing gum with you and then chew gum while you're playing and it helps you focus as well like chewing gum is really and you need caffeine chewing gum as well now 
Yeah, I mean, they hand them out at LAN all the time, didn't they? The old Stimmer. Yeah, the you get like stuff. respawn gum and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, respawn gum. <laughs> uh, chat, if you do have any questions you want to ask DJ, mm. obviously he's been in the scene for ages and he has ran into pretty much every issue. I've coached like every player. Any player, you can blame any player, I've coached them. I genuinely. I've uh, worked with yeah, them in the past. Yeah, so if, if you guys have any, you know, any questions, you can just ping them in chat. Um, that's going to be terrible it's not really no like it's just a thing like yeah so coming on to this FNCS then um, I think oh, I think Bino's got a better chance to win than he did last FNCS you know he's you landed, know why because he, he landed on Katana's unless he's yeah of course it. but also he's adapted his play style from being dependent on high ground into mid ground like yeah. I did a Vodiva and he now he now just plays mid ground really well like he just Venno as well. He's really good at topping. Like he used to top for taste and reason. Um, his topping fundamentals are really good. And but just Queasy can't play mid ground. Like Queasy's not a mid ground player. Even when Queasy like first popped up onto the scene ages ago, the first UFNTS, he was always a high ground full send player, exactly like Aqua. But now Venno is topping, and then Queasy's playing mid ground, and then they're trying to take height in different ways. Like later on, you know, rather than full sending height, which of course can work, and it can lead to you winning loads of cups, and you won FNTS doing it. Um, but especially in this in this meta, like just playing second height and then trying to take height later, or just playing high layers and mid ground is much much better. Mate, someone in chat has said, "Did you ever coach the pro Luzi? <laughs> Do you remember Luzi? Luzi, he was the uh, the controller Luz, player. No. Luz. You don't you don't remember the controller player? I know I know his name. I know I know who he is. But yeah, I don't know. That is that is actually I don't know why that guy's brought that him up. But um, <laughs> what a bloke. Coming on to uh, the next thing I want to speak about is health and fitness in the Fortnite scene. Now, I know that obviously you yeah. you um, have been on your own health and fitness journey. What do you think about gaming on health? You know, what do you think about these kids? Is that Gaming know... is the like single worst thing you can do for your health, I think. I mean, smoking. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you're young, I'm talking yeah, about. Like, yeah. even if, let's say you're like 15 and you start smoking, right? It's not, it's obviously bad. I'm not, I'm not encouraging children to start smoking, right? But if you sit there trying to go pro at a video game, you are not moving, you're not active, you're not doing anything, you know, at all. And your diet is going to be awful. Unless you're one of those people who has like a mum who cooks for them and, you know, you get all your food given to you. Or the amount of pros, you just end up ordering like food and, you know, not knowing how to cook and stuff is awful. Because I did the same thing when I was back in 2019. I was fucking massive, right? I don't know if you remember. You, know, you didn't know me back then. I but I was know. huge, boys. I was like the max, you know what I mean? I was 147 kilos at my fattest, right? Which is whoppy. That is like, I don't know, that's like one and a half of you as an arch. Yeah, yeah. That Pretty is big. Fucking fat, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> the only reason was it was because before I started doing, I was doing powerlifting back when I was like a teenager. And... Obviously, powerlifting, you like eat a lot and you bulk and all sorts, you know. But I was doing a lot of activity and I was going to gym like five or six times a week and, you know, working outside, going to school, going to uni, you know. Um, but then when you get into gaming and you're making money from gaming, you just forget about all that other stuff. You don't go to the gym, you don't go be active, you don't walk, you know. And your eating habits, if they're not good to begin with or you don't have somebody helping your eating habits, they just become awful. And it, it genuinely happens. Like, you think about of bigger players right, who have now lost weight, now they've stopped gaming. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We'll stop gaming as much. Um, but I think, like ben, I think Benji, not... for example, as we brought up earlier, Mongrel as well, he did the exact same thing, just stopped playing games as much and started doing stuff outside and he lost loads of weight. Um, and oh. I did the exact same. I lost 50 kilos or 55 kilos. Back when you were at your heaviest, do you think that you could have been influenced, like there should have been more influence in the Fortnite scene to get people healthier, to teach people about health and fitness? Because I still think it's a big issue of kids just sitting 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Um, you know, we need like some leaders in the, in the scene to to encourage everyone to yeah, be healthier. Yeah, we do. I mean, I know I know there's some people like Sticks Fit and there's some yeah. gym focused people like yourself, you know, who do it. But for for that for the players that want to get better, and they want to put twelve hours a day in. They don't understand why they should put an hour into being active and going gym and you know doing some weights and stuff you know they don't understand why you should do that because they think oh that extra hour will be better off putting it into you know doing box fights or something yeah. doing realistics they don't understand the, the time trade-off yeah and it is true like if you want to become the best at this game any player who's ever become the best at any point in time has no life to gain 100 percent, right yeah it ta- like, that's what it takes to it takes to it does best, take it. it like because you have to outwork everybody who is playing the game as much as you and you have to go above and beyond what they're doing and to do that in a lot of cases of esports um even other esports like csgo or you know valorant or something like that even rocket league saying you have most people end up sacrificing their health and their at least some point in their career you know i ask ask that question to to everyone like have you ever sacrificed you know have you ever sacrificed your mental health or your physical health and pretty much they all say yes obviously with andrea and flows and now hitting the gym uh, I think they both have girlfriends and they're kind of doing some other stuff. But but like you know, when that comes in, you know, you start getting a girlfriend. As you know yourself, you, you end up getting outside more. You like it becomes yeah. kind of impossible to keep up when you have to start when other things in your life start to take over. Or, or you know, like, no, I don't know. I think I think it's very hard to be. I don't know if it's impossible, but like to have all these outside commitments, like going gym for an hour a day. Yeah. Um. When you, yeah, when you could be when you yeah when you could be sitting there grinding, you know what I mean, like yeah, when you could be getting and of course, up, getting on your PC and, and and grinding like Vino does. Do you know what I mean? Like Vino wakes up, yeah. he goes straight on eat, his PC, doesn't eat breakfast, doesn't eat lunch, yeah. doesn't eat dinner, just sits there, grinds Fortnite all day, and that's a takeaway. Yeah, yeah, he, he weighs does, forty kilos. He doesn't, know, know. He doesn't go out really. Takes, yeah. He doesn't go, you know, he doesn't go to the gym. He doesn't go out. He doesn't do anything. And it's yeah. like, how are you meant to beat him? Like you just can't, can you? You just cannot out. Can't outwork somebody who's doing that. And that's that's what I've I've trying to be get into it where I do more educational stuff with uh, I did want to launch it fairly recently. I've been working on other projects where it's like all the extra stuff that you can do, not just going gym, of course, because obviously that's important, but like sleep. Like sleep is the most important thing for recovery, recovering from gym, and then also recovering from any type of like mental activity that you do, right? Um, like if you look at anybody who does well in school, they always have a good amount of sleep. They have a good sleep schedule, right? Yeah. And the exact same thing goes for anyone who does any yeah. type of intense mental activity. And Fortnite, I would say, is quite intense mentally. Yeah. What, I don't, mate, player, what I don't understand but... is how they go to bed at five in the morning and get up and play half decent. Like genuinely, I if I am slightly, even the slightest bit tired, I play horrendously. Like I'm, I'm sloppy. Yeah. But the thing is, wobbly. they go bed at five a.m. and they still sleep like ten hours. They they yeah. get such good, even though their schedule's not good and all this other stuff's not good. The quality of their sleep is still really good. 
Yeah, fair. You know? Um, and it's all about deep REM sleep, you know? Yeah, rapid eye movement. Um, so, but obviously it's not ideal. Yeah. I would say for the ideal person who, who's just like watching this now and wants to see about Fortnite, you should be still doing all these extra things. You should have a consistent schedule. You should be waking up in the AM, seeing sunlight, you know, doing all that extra stuff. Um, and then just get cracking with it, you know? Yeah. It, mate, it's genuinely such a shame that there's not um, more of a positive force in the community for working out and getting a good sleep schedule. And I, but I think that none of these kids actually care. Do you know what I mean? I, oh, they I, don't. Why they would don't, they care? Yeah, they don't care about showering. It's, they don't care only, about brushing their teeth. It's only when they get to like 17, 18, 19 range where they're done with school, yeah. which obviously a lot of people are still in school um, and playing at a decent level, you know? Yeah. It's only when they get to that range and they start realising there's more to life than playing Fortnite, right? Yeah. Um, and especially the ones who have thinking, made some bread when, you, when you're actually yeah. like, kind of set up. When they're sitting there beamed out their ass, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, sitting there with 250k in the bank account and they're like do i really want to do this for the next three years when they could go off and get a girlfriend and you know enjoy life and live yeah. life a bit more um but yeah. i do i do think that hundred percent has to be some more yeah gym stuff in the beginning because it just seems like you know when somebody quits fortnite there's always a list of people that quit fortnite they go oh why are you guys wasting time playing yeah. fortnite? that's classic then they say they probably like a gym progress picture on the timeline Right, they just oh, start a bashing gym, you lot of losers, yeah. you know? And then they get into like stocks and stuff like that, or cryptos and stuff, you know? It's always the same stuff. But why don't people do the gym and do the healthy well, stuff playing while playing Fortnite? Fortnite yeah. Um, yeah. And just perform. I don't know. Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I think it's because the kids are lazy and they just want a game all day. I don't know. Yeah. Coming on to um, Fortnite competitive now, uh, Vino obviously won a Clash Cup, he won $500. Why are they changing yeah. the prize pools? What's going on? Are you scared for the future? Have you ever heard that thing where somebody who's like the abuser in a relationship, like let's say a financial abuser in a relationship, right? Um, you know what I mean? Like the stereotypical example of somebody, like a man controlling his girlfriend's money and stuff like that, yeah. you know? They'll, they'll go ahead and they'll give them loads to begin with, right? And then they'll go ahead and slowly like half it, right? And then, oh, they go, oh, why have you halved it? And they'll give them a little bit more. They'll give them a winter royale. Right, then they'll go ahead and lower it loads, and then the other one, maybe they'll deal with it, but they'll probably ask for more, and you give them a little bit of a bump up, and then you bring it down to the same level again, and they're just slowly bringing it down over time because they know there's Real a solo hurt. cash cup for a hundred dollars. People play a solo cash cup. Why would they not pay a duo cash cup for a hundred dollars? Do you, do you think, know what I mean? Do you think there's one day they'll remove money from all of the main competitions, except FNCS? Can you see that being a reality? maybe thing is they they like having the like winning money aspects and i do like yeah. the solos like the fact that anyone can get money you know from yeah from the top i like this i personally like the format last season more than this season because it was three hour finals yeah to win one game but i mean this season it's still one one day still anyone can get money you know you should yeah, put some work in you can get money um which i think is very, it's very healthy for the for the game's like ecosystem yeah. you know having beginner players or people that you know come back into the game they can make money and they can get their like foot in the door with getting a better duo getting a better teammate Absolutely. making some progress you know yeah. i do think it's healthy but what, i mean yeah what do you think for, about for finals um, having no money i don't know oh that'd be boring wouldn't it? yeah i mean uh, yeah like, no one would care yeah do you remember the days when to win a cash cup you had to come first in open so like, that's crazy isn't it? yeah 
um, thinking about um, you know the, this change they've made, the money, the solo victory cups. Do you think Fortnite uh, is popular at the moment in competitive Fortnite? What compared to like a few seasons ago, or compared to last Not year? Really. I think it's just... like it's just very slowly been on the decline um, the past year because it's hard to get someone into comp Fortnite, like, even with these hundred dollars. You know, fairly easily open accessible solo tournaments in our top 7.5k. The reason they do those things is to get more people in the door and interested in comp. But yeah. for somebody who's just like, let's say you play, start playing Fortnite six months ago, how long do you think you'd have to play the game compared, like, to get to the point where you can make money? This is a long it, time. It depends you know I mean? how much you play. No guidance. It. Yeah, it no, depends. No... Like, you can do it in six months if you have the right friends, the right materials, the, you know, the masterclass, and you play for 10 hours a day. But reality, yeah. yeah, I understand that it's such a different competitive. Point and that's that's why they're getting into zero build more. Like that's the reason. Yeah. They the thing is like with comp, no one watches it. There's no big streamers yeah. really, apart from clicks maybe. There's no big EU streamers. There's no. There's like 80k people watching FNCS finals. There used to be 500k watching yeah. because all of the non-comp audience would go ahead and watch it yeah. for the big names. Now those big names have been replaced by like some Russian 15-year-old with, like, 1K followers. No offence to the Russian 15-year-old with 1K followers, but I don't even know. You made just an example. Like, they've, oh, just, okay, they've okay. been replaced by the people that have been grinding more yeah. and outworked yeah. the older and, people. And so there's no big so, big social people in, uh, like, big yeah. social media people in the finals, yeah. And even the big social people don't want to stream in FNCS finals because, you know, they'll just yeah. get landed on or something. Like, that's yeah. just how, how the game is. Um, which is why they're doing zero build now. It's why all of the Dream Hacks this year are zero build. Everyone's complaining, but when there was a build LAN on last year that we went to, um, that Venno got seventh in or whatever, no one cares. Yeah. Do they? Who actually cares about a zip, like a, a build LAN? Maybe the first place person might get a little bump in followers, but I'm pretty sure like Reason got third or something and he got like 1k likes on a tweet. Literally nobody cares because. Yeah. It's a very weird you know, one. I think what but, Fortnite need to do is, yeah, obviously making comp more accessible. But you know how in Valorant, like, the, the, every, everyone is streaming the, the viewing parties and everyone's watching the game. That's because everyone... there's a ranked mode. Yeah, in that game, true. people play a ranked mode. In this game, you either play unranked, which is pubs, or you play unranked zero build, which is pubs, you know, or you play arena, which is random with everyone. Yeah. And, of yeah. course, there's divisions, but it's not ranked. There's, there's no guess, way anyone thinks... Hey, a, ranked mode, a ranked mode could be a really good way to get more people into comp. Yeah, Cause you, cause you know you... the player counts got leaked the other day. Like you could see the player counts. Yeah, right. Battle Royale had four hundred k, which is an insane amount. Just playing pubs, you know, no ranked yeah. at all. Though all those four hundred k people are not watching a tournament because there's only eighty k people watching a tournament. You know how many? Guess how many people were playing arena? It was eighty thousand, wasn't it? Was it eighty thousand? Yeah. yeah. All That's the eighty thousand people that play arena. It is a lot, to be fair, but it's. Yeah. I don't know. There's no interest. You in imagine, yeah. People. You imagine if there's a ranked mode, you can see who's in the who who's in the top rank, you know. And like, if you and the boys are getting on, and you're obviously just starting at the bottom of the ladder, you're playing easy games, trying to rank up. That'd be so much fun. And then, then you'd be like, oh, the top rank, they're competing this weekend. Let's watch it. I think that'd be a great way to build. Hey, what if hypothetically they just scrapped duos off? They just scrapped duo cash cups off because yeah. it's hundred dollars. Who cares? I don't care about. It. Five hundred dollars first place, forty-five dollars an OC. You get hundred. No one cares, right? Combine arena 
and just Battle Royale. I know they'll never do this, right? They combine all of that into one big Fortnite ranked mode, right? And it allows people to still be low elo and still yeah. be competing and trying to gain up. So you get those people at the bottom interested in comp. You give them, instead of having a battle pass where you pay or whatever, you give them extra rewards for ranking up and doing yeah. better and being in the top X percent of players or whatever, right? And then, of course, the people who are good at the game, play arena, they'll go ahead and queue into that and then immediately just climb up the elo, yeah. right? And then instead of having 80k people playing arena, 40, 400k people playing battle royale, you have it. You have it mixed, and you have 500k people almost right playing this sport like that, playing yeah. comp, playing ranked. That's yeah. literally what every other game. CS:GO, mate. You queue up, and silver lobbies are pubs, right? And then you know, that as you get higher into ranks, idea. you get. Can you imagine? And because I don't feel like there's space right now for a superstar to come out in Fortnite and blow up on the socials you know but I think like that would that was a brilliant idea I don't know how you know Pixie right yeah last season alone right in one season there's that random Swedish 15 a really nice kid right he won two solo cash cups dominated them did really well did really well in the opens got multiple top fives in cash cups and got fifth in FNCS right in his first ever grand finals, his first ever finals, yeah. boy, he got fifth. No one gives a fuck. Why? Why does no one care? He's such a good player. There's no there's no breakout potential because there's only 80k people watching the tourneys. And there's only 80k. Yeah. And 80 he, I'm looking at. I can't even find his Twitter. What's his Twitter? Pixie. Pixie. Like, he's there's just no potential for someone to block now. Pixie FNBR. Yeah. 14k followers. You know. Yeah. I don't know, like... Just a rant tomorrow. People have lasted through it since 2019. Yeah, but at least we have uh, building and edit sense <laughs> changes. Which, no, yeah. I don't think anyone has used those changes. Yeah. Also, also, Zero Build had 240k. So Zero Build is already four times as popular as Arena. Yeah. Which is quite mad, because that only came out a year ago. Which is why... Why would they host a LAN for the 80k people playing Arena when they can host a LAN for the 240k people playing Zero Build? And it maybe should get more viewers because you know yeah but again i don't think those 240k people playing zero World are going to watch the tournament no you probably know. not they're not going to no. watch i mean also the san diego tournament was on this weekend yeah, and the Twitch was actually down yeah. it was like 70k people really? during the finals yeah you know fortnite no. and fortnite were advertising the rocket league finals on their game like mm -hmm. go on to fortnite and it says go watch rocket league uh, or whatever the competition was on the weekend that dreamhack dallas was I think Fortnite should step up and do a lot more for promoting the comp scene. When you load into the game, yeah. you know, like there should be a leaderboard of, you know, top ten duos in, in the thing. Oh, look who placed, you know, yeah. look who won the solo yeah. cash cup. Go check out. I don't know, like just anything. Imagine that. Just a bit of, just a bit of, you know, encouragement. That's um, uh, yeah. If there are any questions uh, in the chat, just drop them through. Obviously, DJ's had to go for a second. Mate, I, I would say that um, DJ, listening to DJ speak, is really interesting because he's been on the scene for literally the entire time um, and he's literally worked with every pro player and it's great to hear his Anyone insight. in chat any questions or not? DJ, talk to them about your competitive your career. Competitive career. Um, 25th. Uh, what we 25th, yeah, 25th in Grand Royale with Archie Boys. That's yeah. Archie's best placement and mine, to be fair. Yeah. Um, what else do we do? Back in, back in World Cup, first earnings, World Cup warm up. 
Then we had the old uh, actual World Cup. I got 42nd twice, got top 100 um, in the old, what was it, solos? I used to be good at solos. I used to be really good at solos. Um, then what else do we have? And then after that, I sort of quit. I still played like a bit of tournaments and then um, just got into coaching. Did one season of one World Cup. Then I did True FNCS. Um, worked for first place in True FNCS and then like third and fifth and stuff like that. And then FaZe picked me up for a few seasons. Uh, yeah, my dog griefed me. My dog ate through my uh, internet cable. My puppy. Uh, in what um, World Cup. I had to oh, play. Yeah. I had to literally play a World Cup week at my gym, by the way. At your gym? Yeah. I used to have a gym in uh, Folkestone. Right, I didn't know it was, that. It was near Dover. And um, I literally had to play a World Cup week from a gym on the world's worst internet because my dog chewed through the cable. Couldn't believe it. Um, anyway, oh, also my dog had puppies mid-World Cup week. That was a bit peak as well. So she, my dog had puppies, which made me stay up all night, like having them overnight. I got like 60th in the opens and I had to stay up all night helping my dog give birth and all that. And then I no no sleep. I had to play the next day. It was a bit wraps. Um and then, and then the puppies that were actually born and grieved me the first week chewed from my cable. So, it's not ideal. <laughs> Mate, to, um, to wrap up this episode, what advice yeah. would you give to someone looking to go pro with all the knowledge you have? Um, I think the most important thing is, is honestly, I don't expect you to say masterclass over, but is going to be a friend group. I like, just look at the people in this friend group compared to other friend groups, especially UK ones. Not going to name any names. Um, but a friend group where people play the game and they're motivated and they make each other put in the work is very important. Um, it's so important. Just like putting in the extra hours, like being up early yeah. and all that. Yeah. All right, there you go. You can find uh, DJ or twitter.com slash Destiny's Jesus or Destiny's Jesus on YouTube. Thank you very much for doing the podcast today, and uh, we're out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.